She's Katie. And he's Ben. And we are back again for another episode of I Have So Many Opinions. I have so many opinions. And Ben, I have a feeling you're going to have so many opinions on what I'm about to tell you. Oh, okay. Well, I have a mic. What is it that you're about to tell me? <laughs> so have you uh, seen the news about Vanderpump Rules? Uh, of course. The, of course not. The VPR verse? Well, have I got some news for you that I feel like we would be remiss not to address. Okay. Um, Saucy and Kristen have recently been fired from the show. What? What? Fired? Yep. Fired. Like, like legit fired. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's like, uh-oh. I mean, um, I kind of want to know what for, but then I feel like it would be a bit of a spoiler since we're only watching season two and it's in season 35 or something. I mean, they haven't been fired because of anything that happened on the show, necessarily. Okay. Um, it happened off camera, even though it does have a connection to the show a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, I won't go into detail because, okay. yeah, we won't spoil it for you. We'll, when, when it comes up in the show, I will just say that... Um, Kristen and Stassi both did something that was really irresponsible and um, seems like it was racially driven, uh, whether intentionally or not. And so, rightly, they have been removed from the show. And I guess this happened in 2017, so it happened a few years ago, but it kind of resurfaced when the person who was kind of the recipient of the experience um talked about it on an instagram live video oh okay so uh well i mean that is kind of ambiguous and granted we're only in the second season um but there's only been like one person of color on the 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 show thus far so yeah it's a very white show yeah not a show that's great about representation not at all no so um yeah it's unfortunate um i think at the point where the show is in its run i don't think you really need either of them on the show anymore i mean not that i guess that necessarily matters however I do find it disappointing because I thought that I saw lots of growth in Stassi as a human being over the seasons, and now it's like, well, maybe not. Although, her apology seemed pretty sincere. Okay. Well, Kristen's did not. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so, I mean, take that for what you will. I just want to say, like, to our listeners, I don't, if you're aware of kind of the situation, um, I don't condone what they did at all. I think that it's, they do deserve to be fired and like as much as it sucks. So that's, that's my piece on it. Okay. Um, since I don't know what they did, I will, even if that did, I would probably agree with you anyway, but uh, yeah, you yeah. would. So cool. Well, anyway, I guess we'll talk about, um, this here particular episode, the second episode of this. Yes, I'm sorry season. for that downer of an intro. <laughs> it's it's fitting. Branded. <laughs> Original air date November eleventh of two thousand and thirteen. Jax gets a tattoo of Stasi's name to prove his love, but before the ink is even dry, a romantic dinner turns into a shouting match when Stasi reveals there's another guy in her life, a guy named Frank. Later, <laughs> Stasi attacks Sheena for turning Lisa against her, and Tom attempts to put together the pieces of his broken relationship. With Kristen, but finds the instructions hard to follow. Wah, wah, wah. That's a bit of a misleading sense. But anyway, season two, episode two. So you said this off camera. What did you call this episode? A nothing burger. It was kind of a nothing burger <laughs> of an episode. As I was watching, I was like, wow, this is not a very good episode. It, it did very little to endear anybody to me. No, it definitely made all of them completely unlikable. Like, Saucy might be at her most unlikable in this episode. <laughs> she was pretty damn unlikable this episode. <laughs> you know who the most likable person this episode was? Who? Schwartz. 
you're right. It was Tom Schwartz. He was very charming in this episode. He was trying to get uh, the hook up with Lisa. Did we rank him on the one to Sandoval scale? We did. We did. Do you want to revisit he, that? I was going to say, has he inched up in your estimation? He doesn't look as dehydrated as the first time we saw him. So now that he is um, not all washed out and desiccated, yeah, he's, he's a little higher. Yeah, he's, a, he's attractive. I think for me, what has taken his attractiveness level down is that I think he seems kind of doofy. Not that that's necessarily bad. It's just like. Hmm. Well, so let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Because this, like I said, this episode has a whole bunch of nothing. So of the four, I guess you could say five, the five main guys in the cast. So Jack, Sandoval, Schwartz, um, Shay, and Peter. I think that um, Schwartz comes in number three in the looks department. Um, and I guess the only one who seems more doofy than him is Shay. So, yeah, I think that's pretty. Yeah. Many, or at least one of my friends shouts, shouts to her. She's a listener, friend of the pod, Joanna. The pod, Joanna. I see you. We hear you. Uh, is definitely like way in the Schwartz camp. Like, cannot believe that anyone would think Sandoval is in any way, shape, or form hotter than Schwartz. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, Joanna, but I wear glasses, so I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think Joanna does wear glasses. Joanna, if I'm forgetting if you wear glasses, I'm very sorry. <laughs> No, but, you know, um, everybody likes what they like, so it's cool that in certain lighting, maybe, um, his hair's been better lately. That's true. It, it's, you mean Sandoval's? Um, Schwartz's, or Schwartz's. Schwartz's yeah, hair that's been true. That's true. He, he'll get doofier. Don't worry. You, you'll see what I mean. Okay. Um, yeah, but, I mean, all three of them are having a, a, a strong hair season this far. They really are. Um, so, anyway, scene one, Stasi is with her friend, who was her friend and got her hired at Sarah Christine. Christina. Christina. Okay, thank you. Um, and though Christina, like anybody who is, has sense, doesn't like Jax, and, which would have been a problem for the two years that she was seeing Jax. So now that she's not seeing Jax, at least not really, maybe, question mark, they are having a brunch or something. And Christina kind of gives Stassi some shit for getting some wine. She's like, but everything goes with wine. Which, you know, girl, I feel you. I feel that too. You know, you just got to find the right wine. Yeah. Um, so this is, there's not a whole lot that happens in the scene, which is going to be the refrain through most of the episode. Yes. So in light of that, I want to pause for a second and ask you this question. Okay. Have you had this happen in a friendship where, like, you, like, really dislike their significant others so you don't see them until after they break up? Yes. <laughs> I haven't had it happen to me when I was in a relationship with a girl, but I've had it happen to friends of mine when they were in relationships. Like, there was, actually, it was my friend who passed away last year. Um, we went, like, damn near two or three years. The entire time that he was married, didn't see each other. Wow. So, yeah. Because she, uh, according to him, and not to disparage him or anything. Um, but, you know, I'm only getting one side of the story, but he just said that she was super controlling and wouldn't let him see any of his friends. And that's one of the reasons it didn't work out. How much truth there is to that, I don't know. Wow, yeah, woof. That's, it does usually seem to happen that way, though, right? Where, like, the other significant other is controlling and then they kind of disappear for a while. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, some of it is that... It's very difficult, you know, um, to, and I guess I should ask if you've ever had something similar happen to you, but it is very difficult when you have a friend who has a significant other that you just don't like or whatever. Oh, it sure is. So it, it makes it kind of awkward and not fun to be around. So at the very least, you see them less often. You might see them on one-on-one -on -one situations, but as far yeah. as like seeing them very often, because you're understandably going to want to spend time with your significant other and having your your bestie who is butting heads with them does not make anybody have a good night 
No, it doesn't. I, I have had this happen to me. Um, yeah. I, and, you know, personally, for the people who are listening who don't know me very well, I'm not very good at hiding when I am not <laughs> fond of somebody. So, yeah, it definitely made the situations very awkward sometimes. <laughs> sure, for sure. But they're um, broken up now, so all is well. Yay! <laughs> Harmony has returned to Katie Land. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, they just drag on Sheena and what she was wearing at her birthday party. And Christina's like, why does my birthday party never end in fireworks like that? And Stassi's like, well, mine does. Which I thought was kind of funny. Um, very simple wear, Stassi comment. Way to go, Stassi. This is like your one bright point in this episode, I guess. Um, yeah, I'd say the scene is kind of her. Well, and actually the end of it, uh, I, I kind of, but anyway, we'll get there. Sure. Uh, um, so we, we figure out, you know, this is where she reveals what she revealed to us the last episode that her and Jax have had relations three times and her friend is like, you should just masturbate. And she's like, well, I do that a lot already, but Jax throws me around and I like that. So we learned that Stassi likes it rough, which is not really that surprising hearing her talk about murder and other such things. I guess I'm more surprised that Jax, um, is satisfying Stassi. Is, is that bad to say? Um, I think, I think that they just, they have that, whatever that chemistry is. Right. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. they, they have that chemistry and the way she described it, it was, it was all night multiple times. So, um, yeah, I, I just think that there's something there, and she made it. They're they're making it sound like it's been a full year since the breakup, which yeah. mathematically, I guess it could be the air dates. It's hard to tell. So you know, if it's been a while, yeah, I can see that. That I mean, it, it's obviously not so great that she has just let Jack slowly back into her, her life as the boyfriend. And then we get what is probably the biggest reveal of all this is the fact that she's she misses Frank more than she likes being with Jax and thinks about him all the time and his internet stalking him and which I honestly I just don't get I don't get it <laughs> we know you don't <laughs> I'm sorry I'm so sorry Ben I just how could you miss that flaccid piece of cardboard uh, I don't know um I really don't I mean I guess I guess it's just the fact I think part of it, I think part of it is the same reason that Jax is so hung upon her. It's not attainable. Or it doesn't seem to be attainable. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Makes sense. Uh, I think it's a pretty bold move too, though, because we, we get revealed here that Frank's best friend sends her an email saying, you just should just come to Washington to see him. That is a pretty bold move. What is Frank doing in D.C., do you think? Uh, not that I care that much, but <laughs> what year was this? 2013? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's too it's too early for Charlottesville. Um, <laughs> not saying, just saying. Um, <laughs> probably still playing around at real estate and just being a dude, bro. Yeah, fair enough. You know. Scene two, which is crap. Um, we find out that Sarah's doing a remodel. They've decided to put a bar in the garden area of the restaurant because when it gets super busy, it's taking too long to go to the main bar in the restaurant, which thus necessitates them having to hire another bartender. And that's all that scene is. Right. But then, right, yep. they bring in Tom Schwartz for an interview. Yes and it's so weird because he shows up and he's talking to Katie and Sheena walks by and it's super awkward right right because Sheena and Katie in the previous episode had their little standoff yeah and Sheena and just kind of walks by and it's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah Sheena was pretty inseparable most of this episode I have to say she was she was um so Tom 
gets ready to go talk to Lisa and he lies to Katie about how good her hair looks. Ah. Ah, um, Schwartz. Yes, then, we already know your opinions about her hair from the previous <laughs> episode of Schwartz. Come on. Yes, yes. Um, and then we get him and Lisa bantering back and forth and somewhat flirting with each other with helpful inserts that's like, me and Katie have already talked about hall passes and I think I'm going to have to reserve one of my three for Lisa Vanderpump. I mean, I really can't blame Tom. Lisa's looking great in this episode. She does look great in this episode. And you know, I, I really, I vibe with, with Lisa. I, 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 she likes to be playful. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, you know, and it was a cool conversation. I mean, they, they actually did seem to have some chemistry. I do believe that Schwartz would be a fantastic bartender after listening to this, not only because of experience, but just the ease and of conversation and how light and airy it was. Um, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm well-educated and balanced. He's like, well, why do you want to work here? <laughs> <laughs> but Lisa has very valid points in this and that she already has enough people who are dating working there together and all the drama that it causes. So why would she want to hire another one of her unbalanced waitresses, boyfriend to be the bartender and have them cause even more drama at work? As much as she likes, as much as she just adores Schwartz. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there we go. Yeah. Um, Lisa's house for scene four. Oh, yes, where Sheena shows up to talk to Lisa and Pandy. <laughs> On crutches, because her and Pandy were at the pool and she stepped in a hole. Yeah, Sheena's having an interesting run this season. You're like, Sheena, how many more things can happen to you? Yeah, for real. I mean, the tooth thing, and then, like, you severely sprained your ankle. Um, I loved the buildup of the scene, though. I thought it yeah, was no, very it was funny. Yeah, because yeah, they're making it out like it's something really major like she broke her foot or and then she keeps saying i just had this huge hematoma on it and everything and do you want to see it and lisa's kind of like i don't know if i want to see it or not and then like it's, it's like, just, oh it's just bruised it's <laughs> lisa's like i was so worried and then yeah um lisa or not lisa she shoes snitches to lisa about the shit that went down at the birthday party yeah. Which kind of kiboshes Schwartz getting a job. Um, Which I don't, to be fair to Sheena, I don't really know if that's her fault. I don't think she was necessarily snitching on purpose. Do you? I think she was definitely snitching on purpose. I don't <laughs> think she was necessarily doing it to keep Tom Schwartz from getting a job. Sure, like maybe. Know. Yeah. Maybe to dig at Katie, and then it's unintentional consequences where Schwartz not getting the job. Well, and the thing about it is, and I just skip ahead a little bit because I don't remember exactly where it was, but Katie later bitches that um, Sheena ratted them out. And she's like, she went tattling to Lisa. Well, fuck, you did exactly the same thing at Stasi's birthday party. So Good all point. of you are doing it. So, I mean, it, it just seems that they have that relationship with Lisa. Right where they're going to tell her this. And, and Lisa probably did ask, hey, what went on at the birthday party? I heard there was some drama. Yeah, so. Um, we find out that Shishu was a journalist in college and Pandy hires her to write a makeup column. <laughs> what are your thoughts about Sheena being hired to write the makeup column? I didn't really have any. Um, uh, it's funny because Stasi later goes on. It's like the only people who are going to be, and this this we had forgotten last episode to do the the cringiest moment. Um, oh my gosh, I can't believe it. Yeah, um, so this qualifies as a cringy moment. Looking back on it from 2020, although I will admit that I laughed, um, is when Stasi is going off about how terrible Sheena's makeup always is, and the only people who are going to be looking to that are. Um, porn stars and whores and, and stuff and she goes and, and drag queens. <laughs> I mean, to be slightly fair to Sheena, I do think she does have her pulse on the styles of 2013 in the most intense way. I mean, okay. I never, you know, and, and part of it's just being a guy and not knowing and 
not really paying any attention, but I never thought her makeup was super out there flamboyant. It's it's very heavy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like kind of like trying to be a Kardashian, which you know is like fine. You know, you do your thing. Um, well, no, I, and I guess I agree with that, and I guess that terminology doesn't make sense to me, and that I've never thought she was going for the natural look. I could always tell she was wearing makeup, um, and whereas some of the other girls, it's probably more subtle, and I just assume they're wearing makeup because they're on TV, but, and I think we actually have seen Kristen and Katie without makeup sometimes when they're at their house. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kristen, certainly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, what did you think about it? About Sheena getting the, the job at the website? I mean, I don't know. It, part of me is like, do they do this intentionally to stir up some drama on the show? Cause it, um, it obviously does and will. Yes. So, you know. And Sheena, like, I was a journalism major. It's like, okay, Sheena. <laughs> <laughs> she might have been. I don't know. She might have been. Um, see, that that is something I'm wondering, too. Because that does seem like a very Vanderpump move. We are somewhat dissatisfied with Stasi, So we're going to do something that should light a fire under her. Yes. Hold on. I got to look up the Card- Kim Kardashian 2013. Okay. <laughs> See if my I, I'm not imagining this assumption or not. <laughs> Midgets, Midgets. Wow, even KK's makeup looks more subtle than <laughs> Sheena's does in 2013. I don't know what to say about that, but. You know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to defend it because I don't care. Um, no, no, I, no. I just was wondering if the comparison that I made was accurate. So it might be, Sheena might be a little bit behind. It's like some early Kardashian looks that she's rocking. Anyways, doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so then we go to scene five. Jax pulls up at work, changes his shirt for our cheesecake moment. Um, and then we see him, a montage of Jack's working in the bar, and then Stasi comes over, and it's a mediocre waitress, um, <laughs> and goes to put in the drink order that she just got, and Jax is trying to apply her with alcohol, which Stasi does not accept. Which no, he's weird. like, he's like, do you want a shot? She's like, what? No. <laughs> Would you like a glass of wine? Uh, no. Are you mad at me? No. And Jax is just being super duper pathetic here. So pathetic. And Stasi is like annoyed by it, rightly so. I would be annoyed by it too. Yeah, for real. That was like all the little puppy dog wrong things. It's like, I'm going to try my puppy dog eyes, but I'm going to actually just puppy dog poop all over the place. <laughs> Hang my tail and my head down. Yeah. Stassi, will you go to dinner with me? Yeah. Would you please go to dinner with me? She's like, uh, maybe. Will you think about it? Well, I'll think about it just so you'll shut the fuck up. Right. Um, like, I have to go back to working because I work so hard as a server. Right. That that cracks me up. So basically, we are. it ends with we don't know whether they're going to go to dinner. But if they're going to dinner, Stassi says it's just a dinner and Jax thinks it's a date. Right. Which then sets up the dynamic tension for the big finale. <sighs> then we go to a useless set of scenes, one in a series of Tom and Kristen in their apartment. This is just to remind us that they still live together. Things are still somewhat in tension, and they ordered a table from Ikea that they don't know how to put together. But Sandoval doesn't know how to put together. That is very true. We get to that, but yeah. <laughs> Santa was like, I can put this together. Um, Well, and the thing about it, maybe in 2013, it was slightly different. 
how do you not know the thing that you ordered from Ikea is going to come unassembled and you're going to have to put it together? That is a great question, Sandoval. What are you doing? Yeah. Well, even Kristen, Kristen's like, I'm going to send this back. It's like, um, it's a table from Ikea. Hello. Put it together. Yeah, for real. Tom, I like what he said. Uh, it made me laugh when he's like, I'm a precision, I'm a precision person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that did make me chuckle too. Like, and then he just absolutely fails at putting this damn table together. As we find out over the next 30 something minutes. <laughs> and Kristen just comes in and puts it together, no problem. Yeah, yeah. So there, there's like, exactly, there are two more scenes. One of the scenes is basically just Sandoval trying to put it together and having to take it apart. It's like, the, the, the instructions aren't Swedish, but they might as well be. <laughs> and then we cut away and go to a couple of scenes and we come back and Kristen walks in. It's like, you're still not done. I've been gone forever. And he's like, oh, he offers some lame sauce excuse. And she's like, okay. And sits down and like has it done in 10 minutes or so it seems. Right. It's very funny. <laughs> it is. It's super funny. Scene seven. Pandy visits Stasi at work. Mm. Hmm. And to, to give her the bad news. <laughs> yes. To needle Stasi and provoke her. Because she comes in and she's talking about divine addiction getting office spaces. And then Stasi's like, oh, this is going to make me feel so official to have an office space and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, yeah, have you ever did any work? Pandora inherited all of Lisa's, um, you know, uh, desire to put people on the back foot with less of the charm. Yeah, for real, for real. Um, <laughs> and, and Stasi just gets kind of chesty with Pandora. It's kind of funny because, you know, we're used to seeing her being like a little meat mouse, but, but that's because Lisa's usually there. Well, Lisa's not there today. Right. Well, I guess Stasi sees Pandora as more of an equal, but it's like, Stasi, she's still kind of your boss. Yeah. Although, if, if what is true is she's been doing all this work and submitting all these things and not getting paid, that completely changes the equation. Because then, Stasi, it is a blog. It is a blog. It's 100% a blog. Um, so she's like, well, I've asked you to do these things. She's like, well, we can't decide on anything. And blah, blah, blah. And she just, you know, it's your fault. And blah. And that's when she's like, well, because of, she went, because of us moving into the bigger place and your deficiencies, we've had to hire other writers. And one of them is Sheena. She's like, and I don't want to surprise you, but yeah. we brought on Sheena. Stassi cancels that with the grace that we've come to expect from Stassi. <laughs> so, less than zero. Yeah. Like, comes unglued. Mm-hmm. She really loses it in this moment. She does. And she's just, like, going on and on and saying stuff, and it's like, Pandy's like, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you were jealous. <laughs> At which point, Saucy becomes more than incensed and just walks away. It's like, I, I can't have this conversation right now. This is bullshit, Pandora, and you know it. This is bullshit. Yeah, just walks away, and Pandora's just like, oops. Okay, keep acting like a child, Stasi. Yeah. <laughs> which is a very <sighs> fair point, because she was acting like a child. She sure was. Oh, Stassi. Uh, speaking of people acting like a child, we need to go to scene eight, Jackson Swartz at the tattoo parlor. Oh, yes, at the tattoo parlor. So, Ben, what are your thoughts about uh, the tattoo that Jax gets on his bicep? So, this... I have to say that that was the most clean-cut tattoo artist that I've ever, ever seen. Me too, honestly. Um, he looked more like an accountant than a tattoo artist, which is not an indictment of his ability. It's just I'm used to seeing them a little bit more inked up than that. And maybe he was, because I didn't even know Jax had a tattoo. Despite the fact that we've seen Jax shirtless several times, I just somehow, I've never seen his left um, bicep, where he did have a pretty trashy tribal tattoo. Right. Um, 
having got tattoos in the 90s and I started getting tattoos in the 90s, that was kind of the thing. So I'm not going to drag anybody for having a bad 90s travel tattoo. <laughs> but it was a bad one. I know some people who have bad 90s travel tattoos too. <laughs> oh, that sounds like worth exploring. It's really not that worth exploring, I okay. promise. Even though I made it sound you like it was. You did make it sound really good, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my way. So he decides to get it covered up, and this is where he runs down the list of Schwartz. Um, Stassi said that I had to get my own apartment, I had to get a new job, and I had to to get my travel tattoo covered up because she couldn't date the dude with the travel tattoo. That's like, okay, Jax, you're taking that incredibly literally. And right, because I mean she obviously did date you, so Yeah. And you're you're you are addressing the most superficial of her needs, which leads me to believe that you think Stasi is just a very superficial person. Which I will add parenthetically, even though I don't necessarily agree with that read, I can see why somebody would have that read. Sure. Yes, but while he's at the parlor, he decides to get an additional tattoo. And it's crazy, too. So, you know, he's like, and koi fish, I have a buddy who has a koi fish tattoo. As a matter of fact, that koi, eh, was it the koi fish tattoo? Yeah. Maybe not. No, no, he got, well, my friend had a motorcycle accident and almost ripped his leg off. They used this tattoo to realign. And I was trying to remember if it was a koi fish tattoo down there, if that was somewhere else. Anyway, that wow. doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, he decides to get a koi fish tattoo not super duper original but they can look beautiful when they're done right sure and far be it for me uh, even with as much ink as i have to tell anybody your tattoo has to have any kind of meaning because if you just want ink getting i don't care but then he's talking to schwartz and he's like what if i would you dare me to put a name on me and schwartz is like yeah <laughs> schwartz is like this is the worst idea yeah, and the tattoo artist is like, yeah, it's like, oh, and, which probably spurs Jackson. I'm sure it does. So, the tattoo artist goes, "It's a jinx," and I will say, I have known several people who've gotten the names of their significant other tattooed on them. All of them broke up. Of course, they did. Yeah, it's, <laughs> and Schwartz is like cringing and trying to look away from the train wreck but he's also kind of you know and, and offering like um minor resistance because it's like you do realize that's your ex-girlfriend's name right person who's like i never want to see you again and jacks is like nah Dude, what's the worst that could happen she's either going to cry or she's going to tell me she never wants to see me again and, and at that point jacks is committed to it and jacks I, this scene reminded me, and again, I'm not a psychiatrist, so I, I'm somewhat loath to do this, but having my friends who are, are have go through manic cycles, this seemed like a manic cycle because he just decided this on the spur of the moment and just was all into it. Yeah, yeah. So the confidence of desperation, perhaps, instead of actual mental illness, but it was something. But I mean, he must have had this at least in the back of his mind somewhere because he got her signature tattooed on him. Yeah, that was odd. And it didn't really make sense as to why he had her signature. So maybe a little more premeditation than I'm giving him credit for. Because I didn't even notice that that was her signature. I thought he just wrote her name fancy. But I, I think they don't reveal it until later. But yeah, it's... Oh, Jax, 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 Jax. I actually had the... Uh the quote wrong she's either going to cry or get a restraining order those are the two things you right. want when you're trying to get back with a girl by the way yeah you want them to be like please don't ever come within 10 feet of me <laughs> by court mandate or go to jail <laughs> um so yeah he he gets a tattoo a bad one a bad one c9 i feel Okay. Yes. Sorry. I was going to say, I mean, the look of the tattoo, I feel pretty neutral about. I just feel like it's like never a oh, good no. idea. No, no, no. I was not uh, criticizing the artistic rendition or the skill of the tattoo artist. 
because um, it's you know, like you said, it is essentially just a signature, and it looked fine. Right, um, but it's just like it's the kiss of death. And the, the tattoo artist tried to do the ethical thing and try and talk him out of it. I am very curious though as to how much that cost. Because I'm betting I mean, that was an expensive ass tattoo in Hollywood in 2013. But like it's a smaller tattoo, so wouldn't it be less expensive? It depends on the artist. Most of the artists that, and I'm kind of talking out of turn here, because that's not going to take that long to do. But a lot of artists, when you're getting letters, if they're not charging you by the hour, they will charge you by the letter. And a lot of them will charge like um, 40 to 75 bucks a letter, depending wow. on where you are. And I have no idea what the rates are out there. I'm just, this was like in Podunk Ass, Kentucky. So I'm sure it wasn't as much because the cost of living is not as much. Sure. Dang. Yeah. Okay, anyways. I mean, he might have, just because he was getting the other tattoo, he might not have charged sure. him a whole lot and been like, sure. oh, it's dumb, but you're going to pay more for it anyway, so, okay. And the Koi tattoo seemed pretty significantly sized. No, it was pretty big, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, that took a while to do, all yeah. that did. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, this reminds me, when the first time I went to Spain, mm-hmm. um, I became friends with the the girls who some of the girls who were on the trip and um we went out one night and one of uh the girls that I had become friends with so we're all hanging out so she ended up ends up meeting this guy that she kind of hits it off with I think he was not from Spain he was I think from South America but he was living in Spain and he was like you know what like I'll give you a free tattoo like yeah. And we were like, uh, so she's like, yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to get this tattoo. And we were like, we can't let you go alone. What if you get murdered? <laughs> so we go with her. We go, we take like three trains to like get to the outside of the city. And not only does she get a tattoo, she gets a giant ass tattoo on her whole back. We are there for five hours. Wow. What was it of? <laughs> I think it was a tree and it actually looked pretty good but he just yeah. did it in like his garage like way on the fucking outskirts of madrid that's actually a pretty badass story though it is a badass story but we were just like we can't let we we in good conscience cannot let you go alone i mean kitty's down ride or die though i'll take three trains out to the escorts or the um outskirts of madrid oh lady i just met on this trip <laughs> I am a writer, a writer die friend. This is very true. <laughs> That's what I appreciate about you, Kate Money. Thanks. Thanks, Ben. Anyways. So C9, is, we've covered, because it's more of the Sandoval Christian bullcrap. Um, mm-hmm. Scene 10. It's back at Sir. This was a very Sir-centric episode. Um, it was. Katie talks to Lisa. Um, Lisa's like... I need to pull you aside. Like, don't worry, you're not in trouble, but. Yeah. Uh, let me, let me sip this drink. That bartender, by the way, whoever he was, because she walks in and there's just a drink sitting there. She's like, is that for me? He's like, of course it's for you. <laughs> Which I don't know if he saw her coming, so it made her her favorite drink or just, or just what, but it was the correct answer. It was. Either way, good job, random bartender. Yes. So basically, she tells, hey, I'm not going to hire Schwartz um, because, you know, y'all be crazy. And Katie's like, God damn it, Sheena. Yeah, this is all Shishu's fault. Which, by the way, so the part of the reason that Katie wants him to get the job here is because her and Schwartz have talked about getting married at some point. Right. Fair enough. So she wants him to get a more stable job. I don't, uh, maybe it's completely different. And the, God knows the Vanderpumps with the 30-something restaurants they've owned. Maybe they're just great employers. But I can't imagine going, you know what? It's time for me, this modeling thing or whatever Schwartz is doing. I need to get a stable job and settle down and get married. Time to be a bartender. I know. Maybe, maybe her calculus is like, let's look at tom more screen time screen time on the show which will bring in more money but i don't yeah it doesn't really seem that logical fair point 
I, I think it's also, despite the fact that with the exception of Stasi, I guess, and maybe Sheena, who's supposedly not that much older than Stasi, they're all so young that just the thought of working with their significant other appeals to them and being around them. Yeah, the look on your face says it all, because I have, would have the same look. <laughs> would you like to explain to our listeners the look on my face? <laughs> you had a look of concern and disbelief. Yeah. You know, I worked with a, a significant other one time. We mm. both worked at the, the Walmart back in the day, but we didn't work in the same department, so okay. it wasn't really that bad. Um, but yeah, I would not, especially with knowing the drama amongst this friend group, why you would want that. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it, it just, yeah, it seems like a terrible idea. Though if Katie was angling for the let's get him on the show and get more screen time, that's actually pretty suave. Um, sure, that would make sense. But maybe that's giving her more credit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yes, this is all Shishu's fault. God damn it, <laughs> Shishu. At that exact moment, Shishu hobbles in. On her crutches. <laughs> like, Sheena, you are really doing the most right now. You are. You are. Put a fucking walking boot on that thing and let's go. Right. Uh, and they move up a little stool with a pillow on it to put there um, so that she can work the hostess stand. So she can seat people in Stassi's section. <laughs> Stassi comes walking by. It's like, we need to talk right now. And she's like, uh, about what? He's like, you know about what? It's like, I really don't. We can talk right here. Oh, if you want to have this talk right here, we can have this talk right here. But it's going to be bad. So we need to go outside. Um, I'm working. She's like, <laughs> okay, Stassi, like, you're being a little hypocritical right now, but whatever. Yeah, and demanding. Um, so Stassi storms off. Sheena keeps working for a little bit. And we cut back to Stassi sitting with Katie out there, and they're both just bitching about Sheena. Right. I don't have a shadow anymore. I have a Sheena. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tomorrow she's going to show up blonde. It's like, this is a single white female. It's okay. It's all right, Stassi. She's not trying to take your entire life, just a piece of it. Yeah. So then Sheena hobbles out. And they have a fight that's dumb. She's like, I'm not coming out there. Unless it's just you I'm talking to, Stasi. Right. Which was weird. I guess she just didn't want to fight both of them at the same time, or maybe she's afraid they were going to gank her. Which, I mean, I <laughs> guess know. it's fair. Yeah. So she can, she hops her little butt down the stairs, and they just go back and forth. In what is not really even an argument, it's just the two of them yelling at each other. Yeah, and like Stasi's like, well... Like, you couldn't have said no to, to Pandora? Da, 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 da. Like, why do you have to work here at the same time, too? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Stassi, yeah. what are you, 12? Like, come on. For real. Especially if the conceit that you revealed earlier that neither one of you are getting paid to write for that website, why do you care? Right. It, it doesn't, it, it just, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I guess she feels threatened by Sheena at this point, but it's Well, like, she would, I, should, because Sheena has at least been competent at the jobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure Sheena will meet deadlines and turn stuff in, but Sheena's also not writing about exactly the same things that she is. She's writing about fashion. Sheena's writing about makeup, specifically right. Pandora's makeup line. And Saucy's like, well, blah, 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 blah. I'm not a pop star. How do you have time to do this? Yeah, it was a bad look. Yeah, it was not great. It was not great. So then we go back for the final scene in Tom and Kristen's apartment where we learn that Kristen actually gets shit done and Tom does not. Um, scene 12. This... It's about here where the episode actually started to get decent. Yes. Sandoval goes to Jax's apartment, checks out his koi tattoo, um, and it's like, I heard through the grapevine that Jax got a Stasi tattoo, and I just had to see it. 
<laughs> Which that would have been better, actually, if you got a tattoo of Stassi, not just her name. Um, <laughs> have you known people to do that? Um, I have known a lot of people to get photorealistic tattoos, usually not of a significant other, like of their kids or um, something like that, or uh, somebody who's passed away. I know, so, I, I know of one, one person. Mm-hmm. Like their significant other? Yes. How did that work out? Like her whole face on his bicep. I mean, they're married and they've been happily married probably since 2013. So. Hey, that worked out for him. It did. Um, I mean, no shots. I'm very close <laughs> to this no, brand no, new no. husband. No, that's as, cool. But yeah. Um, well, I mean, and that's in some ways that's a lot more endearing too than just getting a name. Yeah. So, Jax is freaking out about the the dinner that night, um, trying to pick out what he's going to wear, and he's trying to hide the tattoo, which, if the entire point was to make the girl swoon from it, why are you hiring it? Because you know it's a fucking bad idea. Um, so he tries on one shirt, but the tattoo is bleeding through it. And he's like, this is a custom Ralph Lauren. <laughs> Which is such bullshit, because he's like, well, they picked it out for me. Then it's not custom, Jax. It's got to be made for you. Right, right. Ah, uh, Jax. <laughs> Lying, it just comes so easily to the man. It does. Um, and then he says in the insert, tonight's an item, we're really going to push this. And, you know, it's entirely possible that Jax didn't have that tattoo on his bicep the first season. And the reason I say that is because he also has freedom tattooed on his back. And I know damn well that wasn't there the first season. I think it was. Maybe it wasn't. Was. I don't know, though. I don't know. I think we might have to, to go look at, like, the side parade. Still shots? Oh, good point. Right, maybe it wasn't there. Maybe he got freedom when he broke up from Stassi. It was uh, like a free. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. That but sounds I mean, like a Jax move, or Laura Lee. <laughs> yeah, or Laura Lee. But I mean, the tribal tattoo had to have happened in the late 90s or early 2000s. I mean, like, it was a very late 90s, early 2000s. If, if he got it like 2012 or something, then that's just... Mm. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, that's, that's malpractice is what that is. Um, so yeah, then we go back to Sir. And Lisa's stalking around, talking to people, and being, making their dinner kind of awkward because they're being filmed and having a, a reality TV star talk to them. See, I don't understand what, what the diner's problems are. It's like, obviously, why would you be at Sir if you didn't want to run into Lisa Vanderpump? I think it's one thing to run into Lisa Vanderpump. It's another thing for her to go. If you have another one of those, you're going to wind up bent over that table. I mean, obviously, they had to sign a release if their faces are being shown on camera. That's True. That's true. Just saying. They were a little um, stuck up, I guess. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you treat LVP that way? <laughs> <laughs> then we get Sheena passive-aggressively getting back at Stassi. Um, because Stassi's oh, yes. trying to get out of there, and Sheena's just... She, and Stassi comes, Sheena, will you stop seating people on my table? And she's like, oh, nobody has told me to stop seating people on your table. <laughs> Stassi walks away and Sheena just kind of smiles to herself and you're like, oh yeah, she's definitely doing this on purpose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then her, Katie, and Christina go to the bathroom where Stassi is quickly changing into her new outfit. So that we Christina's like, what the fuck are you doing? Where are you going? Yeah, she's like, I'm going to dinner with Jax. I can't believe you're going on a date with Jax. It's, it's, it's not a date, it's just dinner. And then Katie's at, at her start... <laughs> slut shaving her which was pretty fucking funny honestly it was funny what did katie say she was like <laughs> keep your legs together and think of jesus <laughs> yeah <laughs> but christina's like put on your chastity belt and put on four more pairs of panties <laughs> <laughs> which makes me feel like even though christina is actually not that likable on camera it's like oh well like you must be like a pretty decent friend you're like saucy yeah, what the fuck proud. are you doing? <laughs> uh, it was pretty great. Um, 
is this a date or is this not a date? Which carries into the, the remainder of the episode. Um, I don't know that she was that bad on here. Now, seeing her in other episodes, she might be, considering her screen time in this amounted up to like a minute, 30 seconds, maybe. Oh, Christina, sure. Yeah. So, I don't know. So they go to some place called Bosque, or I'm guessing that's how it's pronounced, B-O-S-C. They seem impressed by it. I didn't think it was that impressive when they walked into it. Bosque. It might be, be I'm thinking, um, never mind. I was thinking of Bosque, like, like in Spain, there's the Basque region, or like Possible. Bosque, Bosque is a forest. Anyways, doesn't matter. Anyway. Yeah, it could be. It could be pronounced. I was thinking of the bounty hunter from Star Wars, so that's why I said Bosque. <laughs> so, uh... Nerd alert! <laughs> totally nerd alert. <laughs> so, so Jax pulls up to get her in his rundown pickup truck. And it just Got surprises a dent me. on the side of it. Yeah. And he's like... <laughs> she's like, you don't open up your person's door for a dinner. And he's like, you do when it's his truck or when it's rusted or whatever. And I was like, no, fair enough. Jack's attempting to be playful. Jack's gentleman Taylor. And it's not working on little Stas. No, because Stasi has a great line here in an inset because he's like, Jax is being all gentlemanly, which they all do when they get dumped. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, Stassi. I mean, I mean that's probably true. It is true, so. She's um, not wrong. No, and Jax is just being super cringy throughout this entire scene. So cringy. You're like, Jax, what the hell are you doing? Um, I, he's, he's reached a, a point of... He had it so built up in his mind that tonight was going to be the night and I was going to wor- woo her but without a plan to actually woo her, just his presence and them being in this restaurant. And he's just like so nervous and Stassi's just putting, like putting the screws to him. She's just like, you're not serious and you haven't changed. Yeah, right. And, And then he's like, I just feel like, what was it that was actually even said? They were talking about, who were they talking about? Were they talking about Sandoval and Kristen or they were talking about Schwartz and Katie? Because they're like, he's like, Katie runs Schwartz's life. And I feel like you're running my life. And she's like, I'm not running your life. And then the fight's on. She's like, you do whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. And he does all this passive aggressive bullshit. It's like, so just tell me, do I need to move on? And she's like, yeah, you need to move on. (laughs) And then somewhere in there, um, your favorite person comes up. Oh, Frank. He's like, are you still seeing, are you talking to Frank? And she's like, I don't remember if she said she was or if she's thought about it. It was none of his business. One of those She things. was just kind of like, she was like, Frank has nothing to do with this. I don't want to talk about Frank, yeah. basically. Which, they, they just fight. And then Jax is like, I'm trying to be honest with you. And she's like, but you're not honest. Which I thought was pretty damning. Um, that's when he pulls it. Do you want me to, uh, you know, but I'm in love with you. And she's like, well, I love you as a friend, but I'm not in love with you. Do you want me to move on? Yes, you're not proving yourself to me. Um, which is completely fair because he's that's where he also goes, I got a new apartment and I cut my tattoo covered up and blah blah blah. It's like you don't even know what I've done. Yeah, you don't even know what I've done. And so she's like, I'm I gotta go outside. And so she steps outside for a little bit, and then Jack goes outside and they fight a little bit in the parking lot, and then we get the awkward car ride. Which ends with Jack's crying. He does cry. And that's when he's like, you don't even know what I did. Yes, he's like, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Just tell me to give up. Stassi complies. Jack cries like a little boy. Then he's like, talks about Frank some more. He's like, fuck that guy. (laughs) (laughs) You you fucked him a day after we broke up. I mean... They were broken up. 
they were broken up and Jax, like you literally slept with and got someone pregnant while you were still with Saucy. Yeah, so I mean, real. I don't really know what leg you have to stand on. And on day two, you were freaking schlepping it with Laura Lee. Exactly. So. Um, it's like, I would do anything for you. To which she goes, anything but be honest and not sleep her out. <laughs> like, oh. damn. Savage. It was pretty savage. Um, then we, I don't know if we're at where Stassi lives or if it was just they pulled over on the, the side of the street. And he's, he, uh, he's being such a meathead dick because he's like, just shut the door. Just shut the door. So she shuts the door and then he like gets out of the car and he's like yelling at other passersby in traffic and everything. And I was like, is Jack's going to like get physical with her? Because it, it kind of had that vibe a little bit. It did a little bit, but then Saucy was like, stop it. I have neighbors. So they must have been at her apartment. Yeah. Stop um, yelling. So then like she slowly walks towards the apartment and he's leaning on a, the palisade and looking at her and she looks back once but then walks off. Which I'm like, oh, they definitely have filmed that a couple of times. No Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Too artistic. It's like nobody really does the look back. <laughs> Not like that. Yeah, for real. A major sense of timing anyway. And that pretty much wraps up the episode. We then yeah. go to our teaser for next episode, which has them all going on vacation and the two of those them smooching. So what was accomplished here? I mean, you'll see. True. Buckle up, Ben. <laughs> I'm buckled up. <laughs> I guess we should go to the categories. We should. Um, I, I want to say that this is probably the worst episode so far. It is probably the worst. Um, it was not a very good episode. Even though this season will be very good, it's like they didn't really know what the narrative was going to be in the first, when they were first cutting the first couple of episodes, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, who do you think WeHo's thirstiest server is this episode? Um, Jax. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's unquestionably Jax. There's just no other. <laughs> <laughs> the I tattoo. <laughs> yes. Just the desperation. You're just like, Jax, nobody would find this attractive. Which is very interesting to me because I I have often said that he's a manipulative sociopath. And that reminds me of a lot of the the other people I think of when I think of Jax Taylor and I say, I know people like that. That when they, and we, and all of us, or maybe not all of us, but a lot of us, when we get desperate, we sometimes do dumb things. I know that I have been in relationships that were ending and I've made the, the stupid Hail Mary gestures, never something as terrible as getting their name tattooed. But, you know, you um, go out on a really expensive date or you get a really expensive gift or something like that. Just kind of, of as, course. A, you know. We've all been there. Right. But this was so out there. And the choices that he made really show that he does not know Stasi at all, I don't think. Despite the fact that they have this great chemistry together, at least sexually, and had been dating for so long, th this was completely out of bounds. Now, to be fair to him, the, the one person who mainly comes to my mind would have had sex with her and sabotaged the condom to try and get her pregnant, because that always works in keeping a relationship together. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I know some of the winners. Um, so it could have been worse, but it was still just like the, the crazy was showing. Yeah, the crazy was definitely showing. You're just like, okay, Jax, like dial it back a few notches here. Mm -hmm. For sure. And especially when things start to go sour at, at the restaurant, he just completely comes off the rails. Yeah. And it's like, dude, she's given you the, the answer like five times. Like, why do you keep pressing her? You're not going to get a different answer. Yeah. Jax Taylor. Jax Taylor. Jax doesn't give up Taylor, I guess. I guess. Until he finds somebody else. Until he finds somebody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Okay, so what do you think the cringiest moment of the episode is then? 
Oh man, um, that's hard. Because to the credit, there wasn't, I mean, I think the comment about only drag queens would be looking to her for makeup advice is kind of cringy. Kind of um, cringy, but I don't know if it's as cringy as Jax's performance later on. No, and I agree. Just his, his mainly because I didn't, and, and it's, it's not for me to say this, but I didn't really feel like there was a whole lot of malice there other than towards Sheena. Um, but yeah, no, his, uh, his entire vibe from the moment that they start fighting, I mean, he was being kind of cringy and I, this is a bad date kind of way, but then just the, the full gamut of manipulation that he tries after that was all pretty fucking cringy. It's good for Stassi. It didn't really work on her. So yeah, no, she seemed very beyond it at that point. I mean, I guess if she's, like, talking to Frank, that makes it easier to be like, fuck this, I don't... Well, I mean, that and when you have laid out your parameters and you, you like the fact that that other person is putting in the effort to try and woo you back, but they're doing it in such superficial ways. Yeah. Which, granted, we saw in the last episode when he came up to her in the bar and everything, she's like, I kind of like the attention. I kind of like them being a dork. But not doing anything to fix the trust issues. Which is a big problem, so. Yeah. Oh, Jax. All right, so, like, who do you think is the, is the alpha of the episode? Who comes out on top? Oh. I don't know that there was an alpha this episode. I know, it's it's hard to say in this episode. I mean, I guess... If I, <laughs> there are only two people that, if, if we're mandating that we have to get one of these out, there's only two people that I would consider giving it to. Okay, who are they? One is Sheena for slyly like being like, fuck you, bitch, <laughs> with the, the seating people in Stasi's section. Which is pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. <laughs> And the other is Stasi, even though most of the episode she was completely annoying and, and very much in the wrong, her ability to to actually to handle that really gracefully and she we, didn't really the, to handle the, Jacks. Yes, the Jack yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, because she didn't they didn't get into like the screaming matches that we saw early in season one. Yeah. She, she did cry a little bit, but she remained her calm. She stuck to her ground. Um, actually used some de-escalation techniques, even though she was throwing stuff in his face, but uh, he's not perfect. But um, I thought she handled that really well. Good point. It's actually like a good, a better argument for Stassi than even I could have come up with. Cause even though I, I, I turn like, in the later seasons, I genuinely, there are moments where I really like Stassi. This season, I did not, and and even watching it back, I do not really like Stassi right now, you know? Yeah, no, I don't either. Well, right now, I don't like any of them. Yeah, so. Well, to be completely fair. Um, not even. Possible. Go ahead. Sorry, not even Schwartz, at least. He was going to say, with the exception of Schwartz. Yeah. But Schwartz was, seems so... Um, sleazy in the first season that is just mm, there's a little bit of hangover of that even though you know he was incredibly charming in what we saw him in this episode. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay so maybe Sheena, maybe Stassi. I think you made a better argument for Stassi though. Um, yeah because the other is just kind of because she really didn't even stand up for herself. Not that I felt she, um, Sheena didn't really even stand up for herself. Not that I felt she needed to but it was just so who's at the bottom of the pack in this episode? Um, Sandoval. He can't put together the fucking Ikea table. <laughs> yeah, he had a couple hours to put together the table and he's on the ass with his girlfriend and just, this was, Sandoval can't do nothing right this episode. Yeah, Sandoval's in a bad, he's in a bad, a bad place right now. Yeah. The best thing that he did the entire episode was help Jax put together an outfit. Because, you know, at least Sandoval's got flair. That's true. That's true. If nothing else. 
who's Lisa's number one boy or girl? Um, I think it's still Sheena this episode. I think it's still Sheena too. Although I think that's about to change from the previous we got for the next episode. Yes, Sheena has more health issues apparently coming. Well, and she's reveling in it a bit too much, I think, for Lisa's taste. Yeah, uh, Lisa, as Holland brought up very early on, Lisa is not a fan of anything that is messy. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And Sheena has been messy so far. Yeah. Some of it's, I don't feel it's her fault because she can't control how the others are reacting to her. Sure. But just the way that she was, and I defended it last episode when we were, you know, it's like, hey, it's her birthday. If she doesn't want you to be there, I, I understand. But just the way that she was debating around at that party was very messy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a great look, Shishu. It is not Shishu. <laughs> I mean, I, I've had fun talking about this episode, even though it wasn't a great episode itself. No, talking about it was much more fun than watching it was. Um, <laughs> I promise you, there will be better episodes this season. Well, I certainly hope so, because um, there are still a lot of damned episodes. Yes, the seasons are getting longer. Yeah, there are still 15... Well, I guess technically 14 more episodes since we don't watch the Secrets Revealed episodes. My God. <laughs> my God, my God. Yeah. <sighs> we have so many more opinions to come. We do. So I will definitely buckle up for those. <laughs> and we will catch you next time. We'll catch you next time. Rate and review us. Thanks to our friend of the pod, Daniel, for commenting. <laughs> yes, thank you, Daniel. And auf Wiedersehen to our German listeners. Yes, auf Wiedersehen.